Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I am the McDonald's Oracle on oh. the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Oh. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Well, it's very simple. Thank you for asking. Okay. The McDonald's Oracle is able to tell you all about the secrets of your hidden soul based what? on what your the main part of your McDonald's order is. That's it. That's all it is. It's like oh, a McDonald's okay. horoscope. Oh, oh, so I just tell you what I like at McDonald's yeah. and you tell me about it's like a horoscope for your McDonald's. Yeah. Order. So like, but I don't care about your French fries. I don't oh. care about your soft drink. I don't what care if about that's that. That's my main event. I mean, what if I only show up for the soft serve. I mean, you know those Fountain Diet Coke people at McDonald's. Sure, that's fine. I, you know, my thought about that is she. You want the burger or a chicken sandwich? Yeah, or, or something? chicken okay. nugget. Is breakfast or, an option? There, I can make it an option. I really would only like for you to order one thing off the breakfast menu for <laughs> reasons that are unknown to the world. Mysterious, mysterious. Uh, but, but I, I mean, I, I have a talent oh, for spotting. You haven't really shared this talent with us in ten years. But when did this things. happen? It's like you got hit fuzzy. by a car and suddenly it's like, fuzzy. It just so sort like, of sounds like a plot for a fall, uh, you know, series on ABC. Is Sarah Paulson hit by a car yeah. <laughs> and now she can tell people's future based on their McDonald's order? Well, you know, <laughs> all right, I'm Talents. ready. I know what mine is. Uh, well, do you want to tell me? Do you want to go first? Yeah, okay. What's your uh, McDonald's order? McChicken, McChicken, McChicken. Well, here's the thing about the McChicken, Bradley. Okay, uh. Do you want to explain the McChicken or would you like me the to just tell sandwich. you about yourself? Okay, fine. So the thing about a McChicken <laughs> is that... The thing about a McChicken. Mm-hmm, is that the McChicken is sometimes spicy. Mm, yes. Sometimes it's on the bland side. Oh, uh, it's quick rude. And it's crispy. Yes, so I am. it likes to walk alone, but be in sight of the pack. <laughs> okay, sure. I think is this not resonating? That's totally. I thought it was. Yeah. Right um, and you know, you like to choose your own path carefully. It's true. And mm. this is what this is the beautiful thing about being a McChicken, okay. as you are, Bradley. <laughs> I'm a that, Taurus with a McChicken rising. No, <laughs> to your mouth. Okay. To know a McChicken is to love a McChicken. It's true. Who doesn't love me? Many people speak of the McChicken in revered tones. Yes, they do. Um. But it is really should. the adventurous few who will walk on parallel lines mm, with the McChicken. How, how exciting it for you to walk alongside me. I mean, did that? I felt like I. I'm me, all in. I'm buying all of it. Okay. That feels right. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm here for the McChicken. 651 641. My McChicken is ascendant. 1071. Uh, what's your McDonald's order? I am the McDonald's Oracle, and I will tell you about yourself. She's going to look into a crystal bowl. Uh, no, it's actually a crystal McNugget. Okay. Uh, and let's go to Jeff. Jeff, thank you for calling. Hi, Jeff, Jeff, what is your McDonald's order? I crave a filet of fish quite often. Well. I'm excited to tell you all about yourself, Jeff. Uh, as a filet fish you are a stubborn and headstrong, bullish oh. 
person, but okay. uh, the emotional core of you as a filet fish <laughs> is the heaving waters what? of an impending wave waiting for the right push to rise to a boastful crescendo. So you are wow. just... You are just churning and waiting for that big move. Um, that is really the heartbeat of a filet of fish. Wow. Does that oh. feel true? You read me like a book. Okay. I just read you like a filet of fish. Yes. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Jeff. Have a great oh. day. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Um, that, was, that was the crescendo of the tide that brought the filet of fish. Uh, Oh, bring me that filet of fish. Bring me that fish. So there was a rising wave of waters. Yeah, well, you know, because it's a filet of fish. Oh, yeah. Duh. It's very, very uh, fishy. Yeah. The filet of Let's fish. go to Chris. Chris, is it Crystal? It's just Crystal. Okay. Hi, Crystal. Sorry, I was, you kind of spelled it with flair, and I didn't know if I was supposed to, like, Crystal. Crystal. Hi, Crystal. What? Um, th- hello. Welcome. I am your McDonald's Oracle. No, you like should to- be like, hi, I'm your uh, yeah. McDonald's Oracle. I'd like to take your order, please. Uh, welcome to the McDonald's Oracle. I am uh, looking in my Crystal Chicken McNugget. What is your order? My order is the Big Mac. Ah, the Big Classic. Mac. Classic. Yeah, it is classic, Crystal. And you, as a Big Mac, you are busy. Mm-hmm. Like, you yes, are I so, am. right? You are so busy. Uh, like, when people are like, how are you, Big Mac? You're like, I'm busy. <laughs> uh, when they ask you how you feel, you're like, I'm busy. Oh. If they say, what Why do you want? Busy? You say, busy. You're That's just me. You have a That's lot. Me. You have a lot to do, and not even enough time to see it all happen. Um, and so, like some people might look at you, and they might think, "Oh my gosh, I don't even know how to take a bite out of this Big Mac. This wow. Big Mac has taken on a lot." Uh, but uh, there's more to you, uh, and you're willing to carry more if you're asked. Very true. See, Crystal, very how do you true. know these things? I just, well, I don't know. Th- I, I just spot on, actually. Crystal. That's crazy. I I told you I'm the McDonald's Oracle. Do not doubt my powers. I mean Can I, I call you every day then, Colleen? As long as your as long as your uh as long as your order changes. Yes, <laughs> yeah. it will. Okay, sounds good, Crystal. Thank you. Yeah, no, this is fascinating. <laughs> I didn't know any of this about you. Again, ten years. I but you know it's never it's good once to, shared this side when, of you. When you're with a a person for a long time it's good to keep some secrets and then just bring them out when you need them okay well i'm right? glad McDonald's because it worked for this segment uh let's go to heidi heidi has an order hater heidi hi heidi welcome to the mcdonald's oracle may i take your order um i do a six-piece chicken nugget of course Great. you do honey thank you also for <laughs> clarifying the size of your nugget order I bet um, they're very type A, those Chicken McNuggets. Well, you know what's interesting, Heidi? As a Chicken McNugget, you do not like a narrow path. Uh, you don't even actually Just like, like the path? paths that you see. You uh, okay. you do not crave the immediacy of vibrant pleasure what? that's offered by the burgers. What? Yeah. <laughs> what does you immediacy like- of vibrant pleasure mean? Are you doubting my powers? No, I'm just I'm trying to understand what, what you're saying. It will become clear. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, as a chicken McNugget, Heidi, you seek desire doled out in small portions. <laughs> okay. Sometimes okay. you'd like them coated in sweetness. Mm. Maybe yes. sometimes you would like them coated in sour or spicy. Oh. 
You don't like to be you alone. My sauce. Oh, look at that. She's sour and spicy. <laughs> okay, Heidi. You don't like to be alone. You like the company of other McNuggets. Right. Right? Because there's safety in numbers. You want to be in that box. Yep. 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 It's, it's nice to be perceived by those who share your same traits. And uh, the Nuggets just love the loving embrace of their own. Wow. You got it. Heidi. <laughs> she's sold. I feel like I can never tell. I just so far, choose to think that hard. Heidi is laughing with us. I think she's laughing I with am. you. I am. I still am. I still am. Thank you, Heidi. Enjoy your McNuggets. Is there any McRibs out there? Yeah. Funny you should ask that. Holly, are you a Mc... Do you want to be a McRib? She's I, not a McRib. I'm not a McRib, mm. but... What I, are you? I would be an Egg McMuffin. Oh! McDonald's is a breakfast destination. Uh, oh, this, this is... Okay. Thank you, Holly, for dialing into the McDonald's Oracle. Uh-huh. You as an Egg McMuffin, you are an early riser and you are a doer. Mm. You like action. You like adventure. Yes, she does. You don't like to wait for it to happen. No. You are eager to take the reins yourself. You're going to kickstart the next phase of whatever section of life you are embarking upon. Wow. The Egg McMuffin, mm. the Egg McMuffin yeah. is the supreme doer. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. That's our Holly. You're Get a it. Supreme doer, Get Holly. It. Now, do you want to know just because nobody's going to call in and admit to the world that they're a McRib? Yeah, I want to know. I just what the feel McRib like is. nobody's going to do that. Okay, the well, McRib. I, I feel like the McRib is going to be like. I mean, you tell me because you're the Oracle. Yeah. But is isn't that? the McRib going to be like, I'm here one day and then gone for nine months? A little flighty. Yeah. Are you trying to take my powers? <laughs> well, no. I mean, it just seems like if we're sticking to the theme here, the McRib is like the mythical Brigadoon. Uh, they what? Okay, yeah. Did you Man- just pull that out of your butt? No, <laughs> it's like I mean, Gene are you talking about the McRib or what? Hard to tell. Dune. Uh, no. So here's the deal: you may fear that you have lost your McRib entirely. Okay, but just when you think they're gone, they come out from mm. a magical slumber. <laughs> They choose their time to appear in public wisely. Oh, yeah. And when they do, they revel in the adoration of the moment, Mm. knowing that their time in this space is limited edition. Wow. I like that. You're welcome. I kind of want to be a McRib, but I would never order a McRib. (laughs) Do they they talk about them being like fake at all? Who's they? McRibs. Who's they? Do you you mean me as as the McDonald's Oracle? Do I talk about them as being? No. Do oh. they? Like, that is McRibs. Oh, the McRib are people? Are the McRibs because fake? Because McRib is, you know, like, no. not real. Yeah, no. We it's don't. not actual ribs. I mean, like, let's take three steps back. Like, we could probably apply that to many things. Oh. I'm just saying. Okay. Brigadoon. Okay, well, I Thank hope you. you will bring your powers you. back at some point. Do yeah, you no. do Burger King at all? Because I do, nah. I really want to know what that says about me. No, let me work on it. Okay. Let me talk to my what guides. Mean, I didn't know about this uh, one. What else you got in that hat? I'll talk to my guides and see if we can't okay. work something out. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, good. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... I'm sorry to do this, but we have to do this. Uh, We have to talk about Ezra Miller. Oh, yeah, we do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, stay tuned. 
guys, Bradley here for my friends at the Snyder team. So you've heard me talk about Jennifer, Bob, the whole Snyder team with EXP Realty. And if you're looking for a home, uh, looking to buy a home or sell a home, go with the Snyder team. And I want to tell you about uh, some of their clients who've actually had uh, an amazing experience. And you might be able to relate to this, but here's one of the reason, uh, one of the things rather that sets the Snyder team apart. So Joe and Stacy, for example, were ready to downsize, but they were afraid that they were going to have to move from their home twice if the home sold too fast. Luckily, uh, they weren't stuck. Their friend Connie told them how she loved her experience working with Jennifer and the Snyder team, helped her out of a similar situation. They reached out to Jennifer, who immediately put a plan in place so that they only had to move once. She listed their home, acquired a buyer who allowed Joe and Stacy to rent back their home until they found the perfect place to live. And in about 60 days, Jennifer found them that perfect downsized home. And no, uh, only had to move once. No short-term rental or living with friends. Call the Snyder team today. We have to do it because it is it is news on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Yeah. We have to talk about Ezra Miller. Mm-hmm. And Bradley trainer, you did the heavy lifting. You have brought us the report of the report on Ezra Miller. Yeah, so I saw a an article over the weekend in HuffPost about Ezra Miller having, quote, here was the headline. Ezra Miller has a messiah complex, controls court harem of young women, according to New Report. And I was like, um, okay, so we have talked about Ezra Miller mm-hmm. several times on the show, following really disturbing reports of, like, possible kidnapping, mm-hmm. grooming uh, uh, allegations, and just other, like... The most bizarre headlines. Mm-hmm. And again, Ezra Miller is an actor in Hollywood who is about to... Well, I, I don't remember exactly when The Flash is supposed to come out. I think next year, right? Anyone? I Bueller? believe yeah. so, yes. Next year. This is, by all accounts, supposed to be a highly successful film. Part of a franchise for Warner Brothers. And despite these stories of problematic behavior... Warner Brothers seems bent on pretending it's not happening. And the stories just continue to get deeper and more disturbing. And such was the case as I then turned to the uh, Vanity Fair piece in Hollywood and uh, the special report that Julie Miller did over at Vanity Fair talking about uh, Messiah delusions inside the Flash Star's Dark Spiral. They're one of Hollywood's brightest stars and most troubled actors amid safety concerns and anxiety over the fate of a $200 million movie. Vanity Fair unearths disturbing new details in a saga of grandiose sermons, guns, drugs, alleged assaults, and grooming. It's so much more than we thought, or I should say we were aware of, Mm -hmm. as if what we were already aware of around Ezra Miller was not already disturbing enough because we have talked about those stories on this show. But this piece in Vanity Fair goes deeper. It also talks about um, incidents that I was not familiar with or aware of. And it also talks about uh, Ezra Miller having this spiritual guide with them who has sort of it, 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 I think like an actual human being human that being, they bring yes, with them. You. Okay. Yes. And it, and they make the sort of inference this piece does that that person is, is influencing this grandiosity that Ezra Miller seems to have. And they, they reached out. Now I will say that the reason that you should pay attention to this piece as not just another sort of like tabloid fluff piece, they actually did investigations and contacted several you know, scores of people that have interacted with Ezra Miller, friends, 
colleagues, people in Ezra Miller's sphere of influence over the last few years. So you're getting like eyewitness accounts, Mm -hmm. bird's eye views, personal opinions and interactions that people have had with Ezra Miller. And it's very disturbing. It does paint a picture of a person who is who believes that they are. I don't want to say that they are the Messiah, but like have Messiah complex to be clear. You know, it's it is one thing to read like piecemeal stories about Ezra Miller as they've been brought out. Right. Like there's usually like some sort of like scenario that we're reading about. Right. Whether it's the um, like that 18 year old uh, person whose parents had filed some sort of order um, because Ezra Miller had been, quote, controlling their child. Um, or there's the story about the mom and kids that were staying on their Vermont farm. But you hear them in these like little chapters. It's quite another thing to have the whole entire landscape painted all in the same piece for you, which is so- what sounds like they've done in this Vanity Fair piece. And when you get it all together in one package, It probably is as disturbing and stunning as it should be. I'll leave you with this. Here's a quote from this piece, which you can read in Vanity Fair in its entirety. Sources say the actor verbally and emotionally abused those around them and referred to themselves alternately as both Jesus and the devil. All right. Uh, So that's in Vanity Fair. If you've got some extra time and a subscription, otherwise the report of the report will do. And then I just asked the question, like, and we're still releasing this movie? That is the bigger question. Ooh. Why is uh, Warner Brothers not saying anything? Oh, crazy, stupid idiots up next. Oh, dumb people doing dumb things. You've arrived at the right place if you want to hear about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. And uh, we have a name for the. We just. They're yeah, our crazy, crazy stupid, stupid idiots. <laughs> well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present. CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things. Repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. Sometimes other places. Like Saginaw Bay City. Mm. I think that's in New Jersey. No, Michigan. Same thing. Saginaw, Michigan. Saginaw. Mm -hmm. I want to tell you about somebody in Auburn who's been charged with doing something illegal. But that's not all, because if it was just illegal stuff. It was about 1.30 in the a.m. on September 9th. So this is a while back. Uh, Hopefully you guys didn't tell the story while I was gone. About 1.35 a.m., in the morning, Michigan State Troopers responded to a burglary alarm. Have you been to JoJo's Refresh Shop? No. Does that sound familiar uh-uh. to you? Okay. What do they sell there? Uh, mm, you know, refresh. refresh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's kind of like a convenience store experience. Okay. So like refreshments. Refresh mints. Yeah, like, or just, you know, like, you stop and refresh okay. yourself cool. with a little snack. Refreshy thing. And maybe a wipe. Um, so it was about one thirty-five in the AM police troop, state troop, state police troopers mm-hmm. responded to a burglary alarm. They arrived there to find no forced entry. Interesting. However, the business owner did show them surveillance footage of the intrusion. 
it is, I guess, the intrusion, but not really. It's what happened after the intrusion. So the footage, let me tell you a little bit about the footage. It showed a man wearing a hooded sweatshirt, mask, gloves, gray pants. He entered the store, walked behind the register, and stole a bunch of scratch-off lottery tickets, mm. along with two packs of Camel Crush Siggies. I don't know what a Camel Crush is. It's like orange. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. Yeah, orange, orange-flavored uh, Siggies. <laughs> yeah. And fifty dollars in cash. Ooh, okay. That's kind of weird, right? But it's it's what happened next that earned the story crazy stupidity at status. So it's not that theft that earned the story crazy stupidity at status. It's what happened next. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, he got all those things. He got. He went out the door. The cops were on their way. It actually happened later that same day. Okay. So it wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. you, uh, you, you're you shaking your head. So yeah, you, you those got... Siggies gave him the runs. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> no, he did not get runs. Do you get runs from Siggies? I don't know, but I, I don't know that, what a camel crush is. I thought that cigarettes and coffee were the, yeah. the, the preferred <laughs> breakfast of regularity everywhere. It's probably true. I don't remember. It's been so many years. Uh, mm. I don't remember what my situation was. I did like to go to the bathroom while I had a Siggy. Okay. You know, check my bills for the day. Go through my mail. Check my voicemail. Uh, in his office. In my office. <laughs> Nobody else? Okay. Um, so what happened was later that same day, the JoJo's refresh owner called 911. That's 911. Uh, again, to say that she. it's been a while since I've done a crazy it's stupid fine. story. You're right. It's fine. Called 911. Again, to say that that suspect had been seen. And it's what that person had done after being seen that earned mm-hmm. them crazy stupidity at status. They tried to do something. Now, remember, just the day before, they uh-huh. stole, what did I say, scratch-off tickets uh-huh. and Siggies and $50. $50, yeah. But then they came back the next day to do Oh, something. I know what they did. They won some money on their scratch-off, and they yes! tried to cash those suckers They tried in. to cash in the oh, lottery so tickets. Dumb. Daniel Stelmacher II. Nice try, Now, we buddy. all know your name. Yeah, and he's a crazy, stupid idiot. So he mm-hmm. went to jail. Bye! I bet they don't have Camel Crush in there. <laughs> no, that sounds like a game. I know, you play right? that Camel Crush? It does, right? Uh, okay, so for our next story, thank you for asking. Where are we going? Georgia. Oh, on my mind. Yeah, yeah. Georgia's going to be on your mind after I tell you this story, because you're going to be hoping that you have this kind of luck. Now, I don't really know... That anybody emerges as a crazy, stupid idiot in this story, but you might be able to pin something on somebody. Okay. It's just a crazy story. So, uh, this gal by the name of Joanne Oliver. Hi, Joanne. She was driving through the KFC. She loves those special herbs and spices, the Mm, Colonel's secret recipe. Seven. Isn't it seven? What? How many did I, did I count? Did I I say any? Okay, well, yeah, I think it is seven. There's seven spices in the Colonel's special spice blend. Uh, She went and ordered herself a chicken sandwich on her lunch break. And when she opened up the bag that her lunch was in and she removed her sandwich, she discovered that there was something more than a sandwich in the bag. Something more than a sandwich. Oh, oh. Mm Mm-mm. 
A doo-doo? No. Go light it? A no. mouse? No. Your reaction would be the exact opposite of oh, if you so, found a doo-doo or a mouse. So I'd or be a mouse excited. doo-doo. I'd be excited. Although Thank to be you fair, for clarifying. If I found a mouse doo-doo or a mouse doo-doo or a doo-doo mouse, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I probably would be excited in a moment because I'd be like, ooh, ooh. I'm going to get some attention for this story. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, yeah, you okay. might be actually, you know Cake. what, let's, let's keep going down that road. You might not just get attention for that story, but you might also get gold money for uh, that story. If you found doo-doo in a bag. Yeah, that's true. You'd probably at some point get some sort of payout. Well, she she skipped the middleman. Oh, she got a payout? She got a payout. There were $543.10 underneath her chicken sandwich from the KFC note. Finders keepers. Ex- well, not really. Losers weepers. So this is where we actually appreciate Mrs. Oliver. Oh, did she turn it in? She absolutely did. Well, why is she a crazy, stupid idiot? She's not. I told you this. The, you know, somewhere in it's just a crazy story. Somewhere in here, you might think so that crazy somebody probably that somebody did something like, dumb. That was their nightly deposit that somebody had put oh, in a to-go bag, and then another person. Totally different. And then another person, especially after some KFC. <laughs> Picked up that bag and put her chicken sandwich on top of it and then gave it to her. And so then she got the nightly deposit. What a nice lady. And she was like, hey. Did she get anything like a free sandwich or something? No. Oh. They refunded the value of her lunch and gave her a free meal. Oh, yeah. No. So she did get something. Good for her. Yeah. And this is like, okay, but let me just, can I just tell you one more thing about her that'll make you love her even more? Other than the fact that she, unlike most people in this world, was honest and good. Joanne Oliver (laughs) might just actually be the most honest and good person because she told WSB TV that uh, her family really could have used the money. Her husband is living with cancer and they are facing about $2 million in medical bills. But she did the right thing and returned that money. Well, I hope they started a GoFundMe. She did say that she did consider keeping some of the money for a second, but ultimately she thought it's time to do the right thing. I don't mean to be grim, but like if you're facing $2 million, $500 ain't going to do much. But still, that is not to take anything away from her goodness. Like I want to say thank you to Joanne. She was a lovely, that was a lovely thing to do. Thank you, Miss Oliver. You did a great job and a great thing. I would just say, if you are the people of KFC, pay attention to where you put your money. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, don't put it in the chicken sandwich bag. Where are we going next? Um, I would have returned that money. I'm just being clear. I'm a rule follower. Mm -hmm. I can't, I couldn't live with myself. Yeah. I know you would do the same thing. Yeah, I Holly walk, would have told it. If I walk it. by police officers, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I walk by them with my hands up, like just in case. Yeah, I'm you like, never know. Hand check. You never know. Yep. Where are we going now? Uh, private eyes are watching you. you. Uh, I want to take you to Tennessee. Have you told a story out of Tennessee lately? Do you remember uh, Marcello got, Moore? No. Does that sound familiar? No. Okay, good. Uh, because I want to tell you... Am I going to want to hear Marcello less of this? Or? I think that's probably absolutely correct. Okay. Uh, Marcello Moore, 41 years young, drove to a gas station early Friday morning and tried to do the unthinkable. Rob the place. He walked into the store, uh-huh. stuck a gun under a plexiglass divider, no. and demanded money from the woman working at the counter. Mm. Now, the woman who was 78 years old. I don't know why that's necessary other than to say 
an old lady. But, you know, 78 ain't old. Uh, <clears throat> for her anyway, right? Uh, she was working the counter, 78 years old. She wasn't having it. So she ducked under the counter and hid. And that's when things went south. Oh, that's when she went under the counter, things went south? Yeah. I mean, she in particular. <laughs> right. But the story itself, too, because remember, this is crazy stupid idiots at us. A guy trying to rob a gas station isn't particularly... Yeah, that's particularly not... It's pretty garden variety, stupid. unfortunately. I mean, it's dumb, but mm-hmm. like, it's not crazy stupid idiot worthy, right? It's what he did next that earned the story crazy stupid idiot's ass. Now, remember, she was like, I ain't having it. Bye. And she hid under the counter and it was plexiglass. I'm sure gun proof. She was like, or bulletproof, whatever. She was like, I'm out. Bye. He wasn't expecting that. What he did next earned the story crazy stupid idiot status. Well, I mean, maybe he thought she just poof disappeared in thin air because he couldn't see her. And so then he took everything. No, no, he actually just drove off. But that's not the crazy, stupid idiot part. Mm-hmm. He was ultimately caught. Would you like to guess how? Did he drop his driver's license? Well, where did he go? Mm, to, to a steal? gas station? Yeah. <sighs> and there's video of him. How did he get caught, then, I wonder? Oh, did he, like, try to fill up gas in his car and then, like, drove away and then the gas thing... Ah, uh, yeah, blah, blah. I forgot to take it I out. I mean, yeah. I love that. Like, and then I would have burst into flames. The whole thing went up. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, that lady was fine, but, you know, everything else. Bye. No. Um, in fact, he ran out of gas on his way oh, out the door. Oh, dude. So he got back in his car. It was like, dude, you were at a gas station. Yeah. You, you could have filled up. And then, then tried gone. to rob the place. Nope. He did it out of order. Nope. He did it out of order. So... Uh, a little while later, cops were able to catch up with him because he ran out of gas. Oh, my god! He gosh. jumped out, tried to do the run thing, but, of course, police. Tried to do the run thing. Yeah, because, you know, you always see people, yep. like, get out the car. And like, then go, do it, you think that's going to work? Into the woods. Do you ever? Is it? Does it ever? No. Who, who actually goes, I got away, too. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. And we know you it never see, works like, all, because we still have a segment. <laughs> we're in a helicopter. We're looking down. It's like, we can see you. And you're behind a bush. We still see. It. I do love how crazy, stupid idiots do act like toddlers. Like if you close your eyes, yeah. they can't see <laughs> yes, you. Exactly. When we return on the Colleen Wait, and Bradley show. Oh, Holly, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> she oh, didn't know too much that. For the truth. Whoops. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time to play a little game. That game is called the Throwback. What? After this, on my talk, one oh seven one.